Yoda Koto. I'm Jane and I am a blogger, a podcaster, a writer, a photographer, a coach and a mom. I utterly love women and supporting them with the stuff we all struggle with but don't talk about. Overwhelm, money, boundaries and giving ourselves the permission to do work and build businesses that we want. These episodes will give you a safe place to learn, be supported and feel less alone in this world of work. I hear the term back-to-back meetings constantly. It's a trigger for me. Um, And I used to say it myself. And now when I hear it, it makes me feel slightly queasy. Back-to-backs are not helpful. They're not a badge of honor. And ultimately, they're killing us and our businesses. Let's dive into why they're basically shit and they need to die and alternative ways of living your best week. So I remember back-to-back meetings way back. Um, slotting in as many meetings as I could without even checking how many I had in a day and then going, going, going till I got home. Um, Got some time after dinner. Yay! Let's slot in another meeting. I was completely burnt out and miserable. So where do back-to-backs come from? The idea that we only have so much time today and let's get as much done as possible in that time. Hustle culture that is go, 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 go. And surely that is the best and quickest way to become more successful. If you Google back-to-back meeting, briefly put, back-to-back meetings are two or more consecutive meetings that take place without a break in between. They often involve different groups of people, which can lead to scheduling conflicts and a lot of wasted time. They actively promote stress. And I am not here for that anymore. Um, A really good example that I see in my life is my partner, probably not listening to this, has back-to-backs all the time. And it's a massive trigger for me when I hear it because I see how tired he is. I see the running, 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 running. I see the missed lunch. I see the lack of energy at night. I see the short fuse and I see it's just not working. Um, And what happens, we discuss it and finds it really hard to make those changes. So how can we start to change that rhetoric that back-to-backs are not cool? So they're actually an insidious part of the work that we do within our businesses. So how can we start to change that? First, where are you recording your day or your week? And if it's on paper, please for the love that is all holy and good, start using a calendar that is online. Um, So you can use Google Calendar, you can use Outlook Calendar, you can use any other calendar that there is online. Why do I promote online calendars over paper? Because you can't quickly review template and make things reoccurring as quickly on a paper calendar. So you're actually wasting hours of your time And you're lying to yourself that this is just an easier way of doing it. Oh, I've always done it this way. This is just the way I do it. It's not easier. It's not more effective. It doesn't make your life simpler. Um, So come to peace with the fact that back-to-backs don't work. They're awful. They're literally killing us with exhaustion. And we are not fueling our bodies with things like lunch because we're just going from one to another to another. With your new calendar schedule, block in time for certain things. So I like to block out in a color self-care. I like to block out a color meetings. I like to block out a color email time, yoga, whatever it is that you do regularly every week. 
and then make it a reoccurring time block. So you can click the little thing, the button that you press when you set it up that just says, would you like to make this reoccurring? This doesn't mean that it has to be set in stone, but it just becomes a part of a habit that makes it a non-negotiable. So you actually actively look at when you best function to do emails, to do meetings, to write notes, to do certain social media. You get really in tune with when you work best. And then here's the kicker. When somebody asks you for a meeting or a coffee, you can then send them the time and dates that you have available. You can use a Calendly app. You can use one of those calendar scheduling apps that does it all for you. And then it's your kind of way out because you're not doing this back and forth, back and forth with what you've got. Or the worst thing that I hear, you tell me when you've got available. If I see that in an email, the ball is then left in my court to give the other person who has I want to have a meeting with the times that I've got available rather than them tell me what they have available. And the times that you give those people is the time that you have. So if they come back to you and say, oh, I see all your meetings are booked out, sit in the uncomfortable feeling of not being able to give them what they want and pause. Consider. Do I want to allocate another bit of time for that this week? Or I know my calendar is full, so no, I don't have any space. And then reply, that is what I've got. And if there's no space available, then look at the ones for next week or next month. It's a really uncomfortable feeling not being able to give people what it is that they want. when they're asking you for something. And you need to set down that boundary that says, my week's full enough. Back-to-backs cause us to actually do less than we think, even though we think we're doing more. We lie to ourselves that says that everybody else is doing more. Everybody else is getting more done than me. Everybody else is having more meetings and doing, making more networking appointments. And it's bullshit. It's not real. We have a better chance of having more tasks completed and actually more time spent on the things that we need to get done by slowing down and trying to do one thing at once. So what is my priority for today? What is it that I need to get done? And I and do I have time to sit with somebody in a meeting and hear about their idea that they want to run through with me? Probably not. Or maybe I do. So having less stuff in the day actually allows you to do more. Trying to ram in more meetings is not effective. What are these meetings for anyway? Have you ever audited these meetings? So do you have a checklist for saying yes to a meeting? This is a really, really useful thing to do to have for yourself. So ask yourself these questions. Will it lead to a yes piece of work? Does it have the potential to go somewhere? Is it good networking? Have I defined the reason for the meeting? Am I getting paid? Am I getting laid, people? So if that's a no to lots of those things or one of those things, it's a no. It's a no to that meeting, not right now. If there isn't a good reason for it happening, it isn't happening full stop. I used to have meetings for catch-ups when I first started blogging years ago, and I actually sat and counted 
the meeting amount of time I was spending. And it worked out to about, be about 10 hours a week spent on meetings. And they always resulted in me saying at the end of the meeting, I'll send you what we've just talked about in an email. So that created more work for myself. I'll send you a proposal for the stuff that we've just talked about because we never used to talk about the money side of things in meetings because it was really uncomfortable. The work never eventuated. And actually, most of the time, people just wanted to chew my ear for my valuable information that I could be charging for. So I said to myself, I'm not doing this anymore. And the reason I did that was because my coach at the time said to me, what are these meetings for? And actually, how much productive work is happening with these meetings? And it wasn't much. So I'm saying to you to start saying no more to back-to-back meetings. It's like a revolution. I'm going to start it off. I'm going to parade through the streets and just lower the amount of times you say yes without a pause in breath. So the next time somebody asks you for a meeting or a coffee or a catch-up, pause and go away and think about, do I have the capacity for that meeting? Do I really need to have it? Will it add to anything that I am doing? And more importantly, what will it take away from? You decide. I hope you found something mildly helpful in this conversation um, and I'd love to hear about it. Come and find me on Instagram at Queenstown Life and flick me a friendly DM and have a conversation about starting your coaching journey with me. But I say no more to back-to-back meetings. Who's with me?